It was a cold, breezy night, foggy to be precise. I was walking down this really old crooked bridge. It was almost on the verge of breaking down. It crossed this dry river. Water flowing down slowly. A lot of people talked about this bridge. I didn't have any choice but to cross this because I had to reach my home. And this was the fastest way possible. I was walking. Thinking of all the things people had told me. I, I started to feel this presence. This feeling that someone wants to grab my attention. Something wants to tell me or maybe force me to see them. Maybe it was behind me. Maybe it was beside me. I don't know but whatever it was, it was dangerous. Wonderful, maybe. I don't know. I just kept ignoring it as I crossed. As I kept crossing. The tension rising. The fear. Everything was just so goddamn powerful about it. I don't know what, I don't know what happened, but I just kept walking and walking. Now, this was actually the case with a lot of Indian car buyers. They just ignored these cars, the ones I'm going to talk about. Like, they were a bhutani on a desolate bridge or a street. <laughs> Horror podcast nahi hai. It's a automotive podcast. Welcome back, you beautiful listener. Let's get started. Now, before we get into the main segment of this podcast... Let's just start with the current affairs because as of now, a lot of new things have come in the market, especially in the one in the really large segment of motorcycles, especially in India and the other one in another large segment of cars. So without any further ado, I present to you. Now, the 125cc motorcycling market in India is one of the biggest segments, to be precise. Uh, Statistics-wise, Hero Motocorp has nearly sold tens of lakhs of the 125 or 110cc, to be precise, motorcycles. The CB Shine are one of the biggest i guess if not the greatest motorcycle produce are nahi is my bad and to combat this 
पल्सर केम इन टू द पिक्चर विद पल्सर वन ट्वेंटी फाइव द बजाज बजाज पल्सर वन ट्वेंटी फाइव वेल टी वी एस डिड ट्राई टू एंटर दिस मार्केट बट दे डिड नॉट मेक क्वाइट अ मार्क सो दिस टाइम दे केम इन विद अ मोर यूथफुल यूथफुल बाइक एंड द नेम इज टी वी एस रेडो इट्स अ वन which is based from the end torque and it is mated to a 5 speed gearbox now apparently it's the second highest powered motorcycle after the pulsar 125 uh, it produces 11.22 hp horsepower it might not sound much but for city commuting how much do you need and there are some videos claiming that it can actually go up to 100 and it can even cross that 100 km per hour mark which is more than enough to be honest with that it comes with 11.2 newton meters of torque it has a digital screen uh, it has power and eco mode and in this uh, if you are on the eco mode it can have auto engine cut off like uh, available to you so you, all you have to do is just put the flick the accelerator and it will start again in stop start traffic that will be a really great bonus for the riders the digital console is actually loaded rpm gear indicator tank range you name it it has it probably it will also come with dual disc variant which will cost around 80000 and tvs was saying that they would have added the abs but at this point the price was more important and to be honest 125 cc motorcycles don't need the abs mark even if it's just a single channel abs because no one is going to give you dual channel abs in that in that segment the other car we are going to talk about is the mg astor well morris garages thought oh why not just add another 4 meter sub 4 meter suv in their already full market mg astor is essentially going to rival the maybe the creta the kaiger and you know the picture like we have talked a lot about sub 4 meter suvs and it's just filled up and but it's not like it's just like those regular suvs now if we are going to talk about the engine then there is a 1.3 liter turbocharged engine which produces 140 horsepower and 220 newton meters of torque and another 1.5 liter naturally aspirated engine this one will have slightly lesser horsepower 110 and 144 newton meters of torque this engine will come with a manual or a cvt i think yes they will come with chances i am t i don't know considering the factor that this is one of the most advanced vehicles out there in the market it is going to rival a lot of companies in terms of the features they are giving so let's start with the basics first of all it is going to definitely this is not basic but it has ads adas the advanced driver assistance system it is level 2 autonomous it has a ai based interior in that sense there is a dash cam inbuilt which is a boom and i feel that 
वन ऑफ द ग्रेटेस्ट थिंग्स इन दिस कार बिकॉज अ डैश कैम कैन सेव योर लाइफ क्वाइट लिटरली एंड विद दैट इट ऑल्सो कम्स विद अ स्मॉल रोबोट ऑन द डैशबोर्ड विच इज कनेक्टेड टू द इंटरनेट एंड इट कैन गिव यू इन्फॉर्मेशन फ्रॉम द विकीपीडिया डिरेक्टली सो इट्स नॉट फार अवे गाइज आई फील ऑटोनॉमस सेल्फ ड्राइविंग कार्स विच कैन टॉक टू शेट रोबोट विद दैट दिस कार विल कम इन नियरली फोर टू फाइव कलर्स एंड थ्री इंटीरियर कलर्स इट सेल्फ वन ऑफ दैम इज अ रेड मोर ऑन दैट इन द फ्यूचर चांस एक्सपेक्टेड प्राइस विल बी अराउंड द इलेवन टू फिफ्टीन लैख मार्क एंड फॉर द टी वी एस रेडर आई ऑलरेडी टोल यू इट्स गोइंग टू बी द एटी थाउजेंड एंड स्मॉल वेरियंट विल कम विच वोंट हैव एज मच एज फीचर्स विच विल कॉस्ट अराउंड सेवेंटी फोर मे बी सेवेंटी शोरूम प्राइजेस ऑफकोर्स विद दैट न्यूज इज ओवर Let's get to the main segment now. Forgotten or underappreciated cars of the Indian car market. So many cars are there in this year. Like so many cars which genuinely deserve to respect the buying's buying numbers and all of that. But you know. some or the other factor always came in essentially i have co- covered two cars and uh, one honorable mention a supercar i guess no one bought it in india but anyways let's see how it goes so first of all we are going to talk about the suv in our list of cars the volvo xc90 the big daddy of volvo cars is here so let's just start with the statistics first i love that so it was essentially available is still in fact available in the diesel and a petrol plus hybrid model the diesel variant itself costed around 88.89 lakhs and the petrol plus hybrid well over a crore the diesel variant was a four cylinder turbocharged variant and it produced 225 horsepower and 470 newton meters of torque just listen to the rivals of this car it rivaled the range rover velar one of the biggest like range rover suvs land rover suvs the bmw x7 once again the big daddy of bmw x series mercedes gls and audi q7 so what was the reason behind this car not making that big of a mark well simply put people didn't knew what who volvo was back in the time or still like people now know but there was a time when they launched this car there was not much like hype regarding it volvo as a company if you see started in 1959 something something i'm i'm not sure i'm just making a random guess so volvo essentially a company jiske bus zyada chalte hain india mein well we know that a hell lot that there are a lot of buses that go around and to be honest 
whatever product Volvo makes, I have immense respect for them. There is some information always floating on the internet that says that Volvo was one of the first companies to design the seat belt, and they didn't patent it. I'm not sure how true this is or how correct this information is, but if they did that, that shows a lot about the company's integrity. The company's integrity matters a lot, and huge respect for that man. Seriously, huge respect. It literally saves so many people's life. And for those who don't wear a seat belt, please do. Seriously, please do. Always practice safe driving. Te- uh, safe driving techniques. <laughs> now, why did the XC90 not, you know, quite gel in with the Indian car buyers? Firstly. It was definitely high on the price. 88 lakhs for a Volvo. Sochna padega. Sara dekkarata ho. Okay. Okay, bye. Most of the people were like this. Second was the high maintenance cost. I mean, what else do you need? A really expensive car with an expensive maintenance bill, cost bill or something smaller. Even I will go for the second one, but still. On the plus side, it had really great safety features. Curtain airbags, side airbags, front, sub push. The, the more you think about it, Volvo was one of the first cars which also introduced the pass, like the, what is it called? The front airbags, which used to like cover the whole windscreen from the outside. So this was like the pedestrian, yeah, the pedestrian airbag. Dude, that was crazy. In fact, a lot of cars are there. The XC60. Then there is one more model. SC70 maybe? I'm not sure. But there is a sedan. There is a crossover. There is this XC90. And I don't see them as much. But they should be there because they are really great vehicles. Volvo built some really tough ass vehicles, man. Let's be honest. With that, let's start with the second car. Now, this car... It happens to be a Suzuki and it means a sign of great things to come. The only thing that didn't come was the amount of sales figures it was expected to be. I'm talking about the Suzuki Kizashi. Kizashi literally means a sign of great things to come in Japanese. And this was sold between the time period of 2011 to 2014. It, it came for like nearly 16.98 lakhs, the manual variant and manually, manual transmission variant. And it went above 18 lakhs for the ma- automatic. The petrol powered car could produce 175 horsepower and 230 Newton meters of torque. Pretty ample, seriously pretty ample for, you know, not just day to day driving, but even highway speeds. Slight problem. It came in a CBU or completely built unit. And this was a big reason why it nearly costed 16 to 18 lakhs back in that time. Like 2011, it isn't that relevant or something like that. But still, there were a hell lot of cars which used to literally rival way for the way lesser price. Now, what happened was that this rivaled the Skoda Octavia 
you know all the big ass you know sedans the powerful sedans which were ruling this was the time before the suv market literally took a shot in the sky it's funny if you think about it but yeah who would buy a suzuki although i agree i agree to the fact that what i'm going to say is really going to hurt a lot of people but just think about it suzuki kizashi or a skoda octavia just think it was not that great of a car in terms of sales but in general it's wonderful and now that it has got down to 10 maybe 11 12 lakhs people are considering it as a second hand second you know pre owned vehicle because it is literally blasting off and people are buying it as of now it might have even fallen more maybe in in the you know 10 lakh range and i would definitely buy this car because the power is crazy man for 175 horsepower might not sound that great but it's a wonderful number if you think about you know just running around like a hooligan <laughs> and the looks like the bold headlights the big big grill this essential suzuki element in this it was just wonderful so yeah two of these cars essentially did not go do great in the indian car market but there is one more big boy this one was not that kind of you know powerful in terms of sales figures in the whole world and i did cover it in my instagram uh, account carsonova1_2_3 kitna lamba naam hai yaar anyways uh, i am talking about the lexus lfa lexus essentially is known for a com- known as a company which builds luxurious vehicles and they are damn good at it but back in those days they were really really into you know getting into the performance numbers and that's when the lexus lfa was started as a pre you know design element thing they thought why not get into it a naturally aspirated v10 that was the powerhouse of this car this engine produced nearly 553 horsepower 480 newton meters of torque and well only 500 units were ever made it had a production run of just 2 years 2010 to 2012 back then it costed nearly 2.9 to 3 crores approx values but the wonderful part is that it still does cost that even if it's pre owned i guess lexus did pull off something they, they didn't think they will it was classy in a lot of ways um if you had changed the modes of the car from normal to sport there was this literally like a uh, not a software like not a screen but rather an actual gauge which used to move to the right to show the other information so there was a motorized thing in the gauge cluster you don't see that you literally don't see that anywhere 
the car was just be not not basic it had its own classy things in it the buttons were instead of normal you know metal or something they were a mixture of metal and a small screen which when the car started only then the screens used to light up to show what the button was going to do if you press it and with all this the key was rather simple like it was a key and with that it was not even like built in the key but rather a completely separate unit the lock and the unlock button the key fob lot of things in this were mismatched but they came together just beautifully the v10 engine had a tri like triangle shaped exhaust which was classic literally classic if come to think about it so many things were wonderful about this car but with a production run of just 2 years and with that they only used to build one car a day that was how slow they were i guess but i guess it was not able to build that amount of hype now it does but back in then back in that time no it wasn't it could have rivaled the lamborghini gallardo the huracan maybe the ferrari not sure but yeah like these three like i'm not comparing them together but towards the world like think about it all of them try to get into something they weren't try like they weren't great at and they ended up building a really great thing but still people ignored it automotive industry is literally so f- like so weird in a lot of terms I guess that's where we are going to end it. The Lexus LFA, the Volvo XC90 and the wonderful Suzuki Kisashi. I hope these cars do make a comeback. Of course the XC90 is still in production. The other two, I mean. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at carsonova1_2_3. See, I can rhyme it or something, you know. Like I can say it in a flow. Stay tuned for every new episode each Sunday, and we post on the Instagram on every Wednesday, Friday. That's the cars we review over there. You know, DM me if you have any specific topic in mind which I which you like to cover, which you would like me to cover. Other than that. Take care, stay safe, and yeah, just wear your seat belt. And do tell me how did you like the intro? I kind of just took a non-copy non-copyright horror theme music to give it a funny feel, although it turned out serious. Shit, man. Anyways, take care. Bye bye.